Welcome to the Get Clear with Crystal Ware podcast, the place where we get clear on our goals, own our worth, and learn to be the CEOs of our own lives. I'm your host, Crystal Ware, lawyer and former Fortune 500 corporate leader who found the confidence to say goodbye to a lucrative career and start my own business. Now I'm opening up the playbook and sharing everything I've learned to get you there faster. It may not be easy, but it will always be worth it because you are made for more. So put on your big girl pants, jump on board, and let's reach for the stars. Are you ready to get clear? Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Get Clear with Crystal Weir. I am your host coming in hot with 10 mistakes women make when asking for a raise. Why is this so important to me? Because women are consistently not asking for enough money, not getting enough money, and not bridging the pay gap. I have seen what it has done for my life, my confidence, and my ability to move forward growing an amazing corporate career by advocating for my worth, my value, and being confident in what I need. So I want all of you to find the same way to get the same inspiration and go for it. Because in reality, more than 50% of us are going to make any wealth that we accumulate through our nine to five job. So it's incumbent upon us to get out there and ask for the most, to get paid what we're worth, to make sure we are feeling valued and valued in a way that aligns with how we value ourselves for what we bring to the table. And I know that women can accumulate wealth and can build this legacy for themselves, their family, and for their future, all at their 95. But it starts with the one simple thing, asking. Okay, so let's dive right in. I have my list here. So if you see me, if you're watching me, that's what you're going to see. Okay, I'm going to be looking and I wanted to make sure I had my list ready to go. So what do you think number one is? probably going to be surprising, but I'm coming in big with this one. Okay. The number one mistake that women are making when asking for a raise is that they are not asking for enough money. That's right. You are coming in too small. You're playing too small, girl. What is it that you want? What is it that you deserve? What is it that you can support with what you have done? Make the big ask. Because you cannot come over and over and over again. You cannot come to the table routinely and asking for a raise. It's just not possible. Unless you are routinely coming up with big innovative projects, getting big giant new client, having a lot of organic growth, you cannot come back to the trough two, three, four times a year. Maybe you can make that ask once, maybe twice a year. So when you make that ask, make sure it counts. Make sure that you are really getting what you know that you are worth, what is supported by your results, and what is practical and realistic. Don't go small. Don't go small because you think that's all you can get. Ask for what you really, truly believe is the right thing for you. That does not mean that you should come and ask for a 100% raise and try to double your salary, okay? That's probably not practical. 
But what is the most that you can ask for that is practical? Is that 10%? Is it 15%? Is it 20%? Did you start at a base salary that you have blown through and shown your worth? And now you want to ask for a 50% raise because of you have shown that you have created and generated enough income on the bottom line, whatever it is that feels right for you that you can support by your actions and or the market and or your specific skills, do it. Do not play small. Do not play fearful. Do not let imposter syndrome cause you to question yourself right before you walk in the doors and make the ask. Have it on paper, have your talking points and get after it, girl. So number one mistake that women are making, they're not asking for enough. They're asking for too little, playing too small. Number two, not researching the market rates. If you are in a big market, there is going to be big data. There's going to be plenty of information out there on Payscale, on Glassdoor, on other websites where you can figure out what the industry standards for your position and your experience lead so that you don't have unrealistic expectations. If you're in um, an area where there are plenty of KPIs that you can borrow from, that you can generate, then you may be above market. But having that foundation and showing that you are within or on the low end of the market is going to give you data points. And when we have data points, we take out emotion and we are ruling from fact. So number two mistake that women are making, not have any market data in their hand when they go in to make the ask. Number three, not demonstrating your value. What is your value? You know you have inherent worth. You know that you are accomplishing a lot of things, but what is it? Have you sat down to look it over? Have you worked on it? Women often forget to highlight their actual contributions and accomplishments from the company during salary discussions and negotiations with their superiors. It is essential, absolutely essential, that you are showing what you bring to the table and how you are positively impacting your organization. I was just talking to my girl, Lauren Widrick, the other day, and this is one of the things that we were talking about. When she had a team of 60 people underneath her and somebody would want to come and ask for a raise, her immediate action was, what have you done that you were not already doing when you asked for your last raise or when you negotiated your job? If you don't have something to show, it's going to make it difficult for a person to go back for you. So have it. Number three, not demonstrating your actual value. Number four, being unprepared. That means just walking in, ready to have a conversation and you haven't done the work, you don't have any notes, or you didn't bring your notes, or you just decided today was the day you rallied up the courage. Make sure cool heads prevail. Give yourself some time, some space, jot these notes down and be prepared. It doesn't mean come in with, you know, a whole entire booklet of notes. It means have your number, have your reasoning, have your bullet points, and have your ask and be ready. So number four, big mistake that women make, not being prepared. I just want to pause and say thank you to all the amazing people tuning in and making this show a success and to share some exciting scoop. 
I am opening up for the first time ever one-on-one coaching. We have two options available, the Executive Edge two-week program and the Career Catalyst six-week program, which will use my proprietary Earn It framework. If you're ready to propel your professional journey, crush your salary goals, or need someone to coach you through a big career decision, let's conquer it together. Limited spots for unlimited empowerment. Links to sign up will be in the show notes and in the link tree on my Instagram and LinkedIn site. See you there. Number five, it's what I call coming in meek and weak. Meek and weak. Coming in where you're like, oh, I just, um, yeah, I just really wanted to talk to you about something. Um, yeah, I, I'm thinking that like I, you know, I've been working really hard um, and I just wanted to ask, <clears throat> I, I just want to ask you for a raise. That is meek and weak. You need to be concise. You need to be confident. Confidence is the key to making a compelling case for yourself for increased compensation. Confidence is a critical part of getting that yes that you want. Yes comes from confidence. You can be prepared all day long. You can have all the statistics. You can have all the data. You can have all the big wins that you've made. But when you come in with your shoulders slunched over and you're kind of like looking at the ground, not speaking loud, authoritatively, looking somebody in the eye, you're going to come across meek and weak and it is not going to lend itself to getting that yes. So number five, coming in meek and weak, do not do it. Be strong and confident and assertive. Number six, not timing your ask correctly. That can be a big problem. Timing in life is crucial. Asking for a raise when the company is not doing well or having financial difficulties or during a period of instability is going to yield poor results. Asking for when a project has just blown up is not going to get you a yes. You want to time it around your performance review. You may That might be the natural time when you're already getting a raise. Um, I sometimes think it's not the best time actually to ask during a performance raise because that's when they kind of hem you into that two to 4%, one and a half to 3%, um, what I call a COLA raise, not a true uh, performance or merit raise. Um, so I think sometimes asking in a different time period is important, maybe a few months after that. But if you feel like it's the right time, it could be during performance review. It could be after you yourself had a giant win as far as bringing in a new client, a new project that went really well, um, or when the company is having a record year. Think about the timing around when you're asking and making sure it's opportune. You're also going to want to think about how is your boss feeling? Anything going on in their life? Is there any stress that they're under? Don't align something that's going to be a big ask for when somebody is already having another stressful time. So number six, not timing it right. Number seven, making the ask about your personal needs. Women often bring up personal needs like bills or family expenses or other things that are going on with themselves, rising care of, uh, rising costs of childcare, um, you know, medical problems, other things like that are really about you. And of course, as a person to person, we should care about that. But when it comes to money and this being a business, we need business justifications. Shy away from making anything about you personally needing the money and about 
why you deserve it. What have you brought to the table? What have you done for the company? You know, it always makes me think of that song. What have you done for me lately? What have you done for me lately? That is what they care about. That is what they want. And uh, I said earlier, you don't want to come in with a big stack of papers. It's true. You don't want to have a big stack of papers to to the extent that you want to have very concise points that you can later follow up with your boss to make it easy. What have you done for me lately? Make it easy for them. Number eight, over talking. And I love to talk about this one because I over talk sometimes myself. And there is a saying, silence is golden. Once you make the ask, do not over explain yourself or come across desperate. You're really hampering your opportunity when you just say it, you're factual, you have your points, one, two, three, boom, here we go. Silence. Let them think. Let them make themselves uncomfortable. You've put this out there and you've asked this thing, uh, this big, tricky, you know, sometimes sensitive thing, and let them think. Just look at them. Just look at them. There is a wealth of things that can come to that little bit of silence. You don't want to seem desperate or pushy or antsy. You let the facts speak for themselves. You're prepared. You know what you want. You know what you need and you know why. If they come back to you, your boss might need to reflect on it. They might have to have the authority or the power vested in them to grant you the raise that you're looking for. So let them think about it. And that leads to wonderful point number nine, mistake you're making, not pushing it forward, not rolling that ball in their direction. Because when your boss doesn't have the authority, that means they have to go to somebody else. That means they have to do more work. That means they have to make an ask on your behalf. Okay? Don't let them defer or lean towards saying no, listing off a bunch of excuses. It's not in the budget. You know, so-and-so just did that. We just had these expenses. Uh, We don't do those kind of raises. Whatever the litany of excuses might be, that's okay. I appreciate your effort. I know that you're going to go to bat for me and I'll look forward to circling back with you in the next week or two. Okay, that leaves the ball in their court. You don't want to be overly pushy. You don't want to come across obtuse or difficult or demanding, but you do want to put the ball in their court that they're going to take some further action. If they say no, say, when can I expect something along these lines? Keep following up, subtly push, ask the next question. Where is this going next? We need to keep the momentum going that we made the ask. Again, this doesn't mean over-talking. It doesn't mean getting argumentative means thinking about the questions you're going to ask. That sometimes, if you know you're not good at that, is where you prepare. And you say, what if scenarios? If they say this, what am I going to do? If they say this, what am I going to do? And be prepared. That's it. Being The best pre- preparation you can make is thinking through the scenarios, how you're going to react, and make it firm, but not aggressive. And number 10, the other big one besides don't ask for too little Number 10 mistake that women are making when it comes to asking for a raise is overstaying when there is actually a no. No matter how much you love what you do, who you do it with, what you're doing, 
if it's become clear that there's no upward mobility for you, for your promotion, for your job growth, for your financial growth, you're holding yourself back by staying at a company that's not going to help you, that's not going to grow you, and that isn't going to value you the way you value yourself. It also sets the stage for more rejection and lowers your chances for promotions or raises in the future because they have already seen that you are willing to accept what is given and keep going. You do not want to do that. So if the end of the road is truly a no, so let's not say you asked for a 10% and they were willing to give you a 5%. That's not a total no. That is something that you possibly negotiated and agreed upon. But if it's an absolute no, or I'm going to give you some nominal one or 2%, where do you go from there? Okay. You're going to have to think about how long you're willing to accept that or try it out or see when the next thing is going to come and how you're going to follow up with that and where you're going to go and what kind of jobs you're going to look for to make the big jump that you're looking for. But overstaying is going to end up biting you in the butt. So do not do it. That is something I've seen time and time again, and it's not going to work in your benefit. So it's really important for you guys to be aware of these common mistakes and actively work towards avoiding them when you're making it ask for a raise, especially when you're looking for that eight, nine, 10, 15, 20% raises. By addressing these challenges, you can increase your chances of securing what you believe is fair and justified for what you do, how you do it, where you do it, and your special significant gifts. So make sure that you take these into consideration, make sure you're implementing this um, advice going forward. And let me know if you're making a big win or making a big plan to go for it at the end of the year or early into next year. I have my course coming out soon. So be on the lookout for that. And if you know anybody else that would benefit from this message, share this podcast, look for me on LinkedIn and make sure that we are all growing together until next time. Keep getting clear. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you want to create a career you love, get the salary you deserve and build the confidence to live life on your own terms, sign up for my free newsletter where you'll get actionable tips to raise your worth, build your wealth, create freedom and create a life you absolutely love. Head over to crystalwaremedia.com to sign up or click the link in the show notes and join thousands of others making their dreams a reality. Whether you're just embarking on the journey or well on your way, the Worthful Newsletter has something for you. See you next week.